Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Welcome to Inside the Huddle. I'm Brian Baldinger. I'm your host and your analyst today. Carl Dukes, Jason LaConfora, my partners in crime. They are on assignment or on vacation or both right now. So I'm just going to sit here on the day after the start of the NFL season, which was March 15th, Wednesday, March 15th at four o'clock, the official NFL season got started. We'd heard a lot of rumors and rumblings about guys and where they might go. Well, it was official yesterday, pen to paper, a lot of things signed, but the biggest story yesterday and the one that wasn't officially signed, but there's an official announcement coming is the signing of Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers to the New York Jets. And while some people might have Aaron Rodgers fatigue, some people might get sick of the story of Aaron Rodgers. It's the biggest story because it just, outside of Tom Brady, really going from the New England Patriots to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and winning a Super Bowl in his first year in a pandemic-stricken year, we've never seen a quarterback with this much success change hands. And so the Green Bay Packers gave uh, Aaron Rodgers basically the green light to go seek a trade, uh, to go find a new partner. And while he was in his darkness for four days, and I don't know much about the science of the darkness, but during the darkness, he went in there saying that he thought there was about a 10% chance that he would play again. And he came out thinking there was a 90% chance that he was going to play again. When he looked at his text messages, and the phone calls over the course of four days in the darkness, he realized the Green Bay Packers had cut the quarter and were moving on to Jordan Love. And so it made it pretty easy to find a partner with the New York Jets that had coveted him, had traveled to California to go see him, 
uh, Woody Johnson, the owner, Robert Sala, the head coach, Joe Douglas, the general manager, Nathaniel Hackett, the offense coordinator, all on that jet to go visit with Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York jet. And the fact is, Aaron Rodgers has a chance to do stuff with the Jets that the Jets have never seen in a long, long time. In fact, we put up a graphic here I'm inside the halls of the NFL Network in Inglewood, California. The New York Jets have had one 4,000-yard pass passer in their history. One 4,000-yard passer. It was Joe Willie Namath in 1967, threw for over 4,000 yards. They never had another guy do it. I mean, Kenny O'Brien, Richard Todd, uh, Boomer Esiason, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, you just go through the list of guys. It's been a, a dearth and a void at that position. Do they fill that position? You got to say that the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers has a lot of things in place. Makai Becton looks great, down 50 pounds. Oliver Tucker coming back from an injury. They should put together an offensive line. That's good. They still have the draft in front of them. They have a ton of young talent. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, Elijah Moore. Uh, there's a lot of good young talent there. So Aaron Rodgers signs. The guy that has not signed but has the ability to sign is Lamar Jackson. He's down there in South Florida, probably a Broward County number, 954. I don't know how much the phone rang yesterday. He's still available. My gut tells me that he's not going to get signed, that he's going to go up and play for the Baltimore Ravens this year on a one-year contract. Going to pay him somewhere in the 30s of millions of dollars. He may not be happy about the contract, but I think that's going to be his best chance. I don't see another team right now giving up the compensation and creating the cap space necessary to sign Lamar Jackson. And there's a lot of teams out there that could use it. Certainly the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the Washington Commanders, the Atlanta Falcons, the Baltimore Ravens, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, you just go through, I don't care who's on the roster and what quarterback is there. Lamar is better than anybody that you could put there. But there are three or four quarterbacks that are certainly going to go in the top 10, if not the first round of this draft. And so they're going to ask Bryce Young. They're going to ask C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, those are going to be the guys you're going to hear somewhere at the end of April to fill those voids in some of the teams I just mentioned. So with that said, free agency. Last night, the Cincinnati Bengals, they reached out to Orlando Brown and they gave him the richest signing bonus in the history of free agency for an offensive lineman. And while I love Zeus and I'm happy he got his contract because it's all about the business. And he did some great business. The Cincinnati Bengals, for the second year in a row, had to go into free agency, specifically the offensive line position, to try to help protect Joe Burrow, their most coveted player and maybe the best pure thrower in this game today. And while that sounds good and Joe's happy, I don't know that Orlando Brown is an elite player at left tackle. I know he can play. I know you want him on your team. Um, I'm sure he's a better right tackle than he is a left tackle. Jonas uh, Williams that was there, got hurt last year, uh, was a first-round pick out of Alabama. The talk is that he might go over to right tackle, and Zeus comes in at left tackle. 
Are they any better at left tackle? I don't know. Zeus struggles out there in space against elite pass rushers. Um, but they won a championship with them. So Zeus got paid. The Bengals are overspending. What happens when you overspend in free agencies? You can't, you can't afford really good players like Jesse Bates is gone to Carolina. Jesse Bates is a great player. Um, it's hard to find safeties in, in the draft. It's hard to find – you have to overspend in free agency. We see it all the time. It happened a bunch. Marcus Epps goes from Philadelphia to the Raiders. The safety market was strong. A lot of, a lot of guys changed hands, changed teams, and it does every year at that position. But, you know, elsewhere, you know, you have to look at, you know, what happens at receivers. So the – Kansas City Chiefs let Juju Smith-Schuster walk. Well, Juju Smith-Schuster found a team with the New England Patriots because they lost Jacoby Myers. And Jacoby Myers, you know, ended up moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders. So there's been some wide receiver movement, you know, in that in that place. Um, so you look at what teams have done. Now, you have to applaud the Miami Dolphins because they go out and they get Jalen Ramsey in a trade. Look. The Miami Dolphins defense went backwards last year. Uh, Byron Jones wasn't healthy, didn't play a snap last year. They needed a right corner opposite Xavier Howard. They get a starting right corner, an elite starting right corner. You could just imagine what their new defensive coordinator uh, can do in Miami, and he's a great coordinator. You could just imagine some of the ability right now that the Dolphins have to play press man coverage with with uh, Jalen and with Xavier Howard. If you want to play off the ball and play zone, if you want to max blitz and play zero, you can do all these things. And then they went out and got David Long, like a linebacker that a lot of people probably don't study, don't know a lot about. But David Long is an undersized, natural middle linebacker out of West Virginia that all he does is play every snap, every game, every year. The guy doesn't get injured. He's been a great player. Been a great player, and the Dolphins now add that to the mix of where Jalen Phillips looks like he's ready just to take off this year. At one end, they they traded for Bradley Chubb last year, didn't do a lot, but Bradley Chubb was the fifth pick in the draft five years ago. He's got a ton of potential. He now is able to fit in with a proven defensive coordinator. Like I just think the Miami Dolphins did a lot in addition to keeping. There's two running backs right now that were both free agents. They had signed one-year deals, but they really have a chance right now to get the running game going with the backs, Raheem Mostert, what they have at that position. The Dolphins did a lot. You have to applaud what they were able to do. You could say, okay, the Chicago Bears sent a lot of money, all right? And they did. They spent a lot of money to go get themselves, uh, you know, two linebackers in uh, Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo and T.J. Edwards. I'm not a proponent of signing two off-the-ball inside linebackers, but they're very good players. They play every down. They play every game. Uh, they're they're basically been very healthy over the last four years, uh, especially T.J. Um, they can play every style of defense. So they get them, you know, maybe they're Erlacher and Briggs. Like, I don't think they're that good, but they get a tandem of, of off-the-ball inside linebackers. Um, you know, this this – they're a zone team. The linebackers cover when they want to blitz. Uh, they zone drop. These guys can do all of that. They picked up Nate Davis in free agency to play probably right or left guard. 
They'll probably address left tackle in the draft. There's a ton of good ones there. But ultimately, the Chicago Bears are winning this because they made a great trade. They didn't want the number one pick. There wasn't somebody of value at the number one pick there. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. But they get a big haul from it, in addition to DJ Moore. So now you put DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, and you put some of these pieces around him, and you start building the offensive line with what I saw from the development of Justin Fields a year ago. You can go, okay, you know, they're starting to build this offense. I would imagine they're going to be very top-heavy in defense. Um, you know, they needed an edge rusher. They needed a defensive tackle. Um, you know, they picked up – they lost David Montgomery, so they picked up Travis Homer. It's not apples to apples, but Travis Homer is more than capable of being, you know, a rotational running back, you know, for them. Um, they, uh, they picked up, you know, a, a quiet signing in P.J. Walker, but the – idea that Justin Fields, if he would go down, um, they got a guy that is similar in skill, has started games, has won games. You can still run a lot of the the quarterback type options and runs with PJ. Uh, He can extend plays the way Justin can. Um, You know, so I think that was a quiet signing. And then I think, uh, you know, DeMarco DeMarco Walker, you know, from, from Tennessee right now, you watch DeMarcus Walker, you watch him play last year in a rotational way that you know the guy can get home so they they started to build the defensive line I think the draft will be really really huge you have to look at what the the commanders have done obviously you know at the quarterback position right here you know they've made a a change but you know they picked up you know Nick Gates and Andrew Wiley they could easily you know plug and play those guys on the offensive line to upgrade things right now for Sam Howell Um, you know if that's the guy in Washington uh, you know, they signed Jacoby Brissett, which is a smart signing because Jacoby played really well in Cleveland. In fact, I thought he played as well in Cleveland as anywhere else that he's ever been. Um, he won games. He kept him competitive. I thought he outplayed Deshaun Watson. The stats say that he did. Um, you know, I think that giving, you know, a good offense line like he had in Cleveland, you build the offense line. I think Jacoby Brissett can compete with Sam Howell. I don't know if that's what Ron Rivera wants to do. But I think they're set up to do that. This is a team that was 500 last year. Yes, they lost some pieces, but nothing they can't overcome. And the big thing is they made a change at quarterback, and I think they needed to make a change. So I applaud them. I like what the Giants did. I like what Bobby Okereke is a 
starting Mike linebacker. He'll call the signals. He plays every snap. He's very smart. The Giants haven't had a guy like that in 15 years. Like, I believe uh, the Giants got better at that position. They retained Daniel Jones and, you know, and Saquon, which was really, really important. And they, look, they got Darren Waller. I mean, Darren Waller has been injured the last two years. But if Darren Waller stays healthy and you, you know, you put him in what they have at tight end right now, like that offense got a whole lot better keeping Saquon, keeping Daniel, and adding Darren Waller. They'll add a wide receiver in the draft. Um, you know, that team is kind of on their way right now. And then you have to look at what the Atlanta Falcons have done. Like, I think they should be in the market for Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know if they are or not, but Taylor Heineke makes a ton of sense to back up, you know, uh, uh, Desmond Ritter right now. They added Janu Smith. Janu Smith played for, you know, for uh, Arthur Smith in Tennessee. He knows the offense. He knows the system. He was successful in uh, Tennessee as, uh, you know, number two tight end there, number one at times. So he'll go to some place that wants him. You know, <clears throat> you get Jesse Bates in the back end of your defense, your defense got better. He's just – he's a good tackler. He's a, a significant player. He's a very, very good player. Um, you know, and so, you know, I think those – and then you get Dan, you get uh, David Anyamata from the New Orleans Saints. I mean, he's uh, – you put him with what they have inside right now with Daquan Graham, you know, along with, you know, their, uh, you know, stud defensive tackle there. That You know, they, they've gotten better in the middle. Down the middle of this football team, they got better. So I think, you know, I have to applaud them for what they've done. Then you have to kind of scratch your head. You know, and then the other thing is, like, the 49ers came out swinging. They came out swinging big. And it's a classic example of what free agency can do. Three years ago, they let, you know, a great player go, you know, in a defensive tackle position. You know, they let a great player go uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. And they got a number one pick, and they, they drafted – Javon Kinlaw and Javon Kinlaw has not worked out. Uh, he's been injured. He has not taken giant strides. And so that position of defensive tackle next to Nick Bosa, right defensive tackle is really important. And when you go out and you get Javon Hargrave, he was my number one free agent in the entire industry outside of the quarterbacks. He was the number one free agent. He for two years in a row started every game for the Philadelphia Eagles. He had 12 sacks this year. Like he can, collapse the pocket. He's got tremendous power. And if you collapse the pocket with Armstead, with Bosa, some of the guys they have, their defense could very well, very easily stay number one in the NFL with that addition. It's a huge addition. And then when you can, you know, they added Cleveland Farrell. It didn't work out with the Raiders, but it doesn't mean Cleveland Farrell can't play. You put him with, you know, Kacerik, a defensive line coach, he's going to get better. And then, you know, if you add, you know, a guy like Sam Darnold made a ton of sense because I don't think Sam Darnold is a bust. I think Sam Darnold has to be in a good system. I think Sam Darnold needs to be coached. I think he needs a ton of good players around him. And all those are in place in San Francisco. And Lord knows, regardless of what happens to Trey Lance or Brock, you know, uh, Purdy, um, they've got an insurance policy in Sam Darnold. And maybe Sam Darnold gets a chance to play because of injuries. And, you know, we, we don't know what Trey Lance is right now. But Sam Darnold really played very well in the last six games in Carolina last year. 
played very well. And I think the best is still yet to come for Sam. So I think it's a really smart signing, an insurance policy for a team that, let's face it, has had their share of injuries at the quarterback position going over the last five years. So there's just some of the things here in free agency just wanted to pop on. We're going to do these pop-ups throughout the offseason. Like, just let me riff. I don't have notes in front of me. I don't, you know, I don't have, I have everything committed to memory. I'm getting ready for a, a free agent show here today um, with uh, Rhett Lewis and, you know, Scott Pioli and, uh, you know, Jim Trotter, you know, and all of our reporters, things that are breaking trades. What goes on with Aaron Rodgers? Is he in New York today? All those things will, will be up to date on NFL Network throughout the day. I'm on today from uh, this Thursday, March 16th. I'm on today from 1 to 6. So we'll be talking about all these same things. Who, who you know, where does Odell Beckham Jr. go? Does Lamar Jackson get moved? All these things that are still out there and could happen. We'll be bringing you up to date. But look forward to these updates here on Inside the Huddle. Whether I'm with Carl, with Jason, all together, individually, we're going to be doing these things on a regular basis, 20, 30 minutes, just riffing, bringing you up to date on the news. So I just want to say for uh, for my uh, co-pilots and Carl Dukes and Jason Lock and four, I'm Brian Baldinger for Inside the Huddle. Join us for more information, more news, more updates as we get closer to the draft. Uh, I'm on top of the draft. I've got my I got my draft research Bible right here. I'm breaking down guys uh, all night long. Uh, I'm looking for a third round offensive tackle. I'm looking for a fifth round center. I'm looking for a seventh round running back like Isaiah Pacheco somewhere in this draft to help your teams out. Anyways, Baldy checking out. Uh, look forward to talking to you real soon.